our severe case of indecision and our completely biased opinions and what the fuck is happening with Ian Tyler and yes ladies and gentlemen we've brought on our third guest of the podcast we are very excited here to have today Ian too. welcome Ian too. Here. thank you so much so glad to be here it's an honor Ian too. this is William uh this is my brother why would you uh, say that why? he's not related to you no he's not related he's to me he's world all. famous lover. Yeah, absolutely he's your lover <laughs> you guys have the same surname yeah that's true we got married about two years ago thank you all very much for the acceptance we're very very happy to be this part of this community we're so proud of this community so proud. to bring back an outdated meme alright thank you all for coming out today thank you William for being here I mean Ian too for being here also update we're gonna start uh, uploading clean versions of the podcast Possibly. Possibly. So, this is going to be... Possibly now. Yeah, this is going to be me uh, attempting to keep the F-words to a minimum and... Actually use articulate language when describing certain circumstances throughout the podcast. Thank you, William, for articulating what I possibly couldn't have without swearing. Okay, so what are we reviewing today, Tyler? How are we doing today? Today we're talking... I'm great. We're talking about Pep Talks by Judah and the Lion. The full yeah. length, full length album, being that this album is 17 tracks long. And an hour long as well. Hour and 20 minutes, right? No, it's an hour and one. Oh, hour and one minutes. That's not that. Yeah, it's literally an hour long. It's it's a lengthy, lengthy boy, but I'm going to let Tyler talk about Judah and the Lion here a bit as a change of pace because Tyler has seen Judah and the Lion live about, what, six times, seven times? Seven. Seven Going times on now. eight this August. Yeah, and I'll be there this time. You will. That's I'm fucking crew. hyped. That's gonna Excuse be- you. Uh, I'm going to be freaking hot. <laughs> that lasted all of two minutes. God damn it. Gosh darn it. Fuck. Heck. It wasn't even two minutes. It was okay. like a minute and a half, right. if that. Uh, starting now, I'm going to keep the, he- the curse words to a heckin' minimum. Uh, go ahead, Tyler. Talk about it. Your favorite band, Judah and the Lion. So, Judah and the Lion originally was a bluegrass band from uh, Nashville, Tennessee. They have been active since 2011, so they're going on their eighth year here. Um, However, now they can be found in genres around the globe. That makes no sense. They can be found (laughs) in genres such as Americana, bluegrass, folk, rock, hip-hop, and electropop for reasons that I will not understand. Uh-huh. Be that mm. as it may, uh, the primary members are Judah Akers, hence the name Judah and the Lion, Brian McDonald, had a farm, and Nate <laughs> Scherzer. Zersher. Zersher. Um, so Judah plays guitar in various instrumentes. Brian plays the mandolin, and Nate plays the banjo, and they are the heart and soul of Dude and the Lion. Didn't you they have a fourth member as well? You see them in all of the advertisements. Um, they also had a fourth member back all the way until 2016. He was um, the drummer, right? Yeah, named Spencer Cross, but he had to leave for personal reasons. It had nothing to do with being perturbed towards the band or anything. Um, I remember the first tour seeing them again and the drummer not being there. Being really confused. 
So since then, they have added new members who I'm not going to name because they are only a third as important. Um, wow. Maybe an eighth. I don't know. Wow. But there are other members. There's a like a keyboardist. There's one guy who jumps around a million different instruments and plays everything. And then they have a drummer. So that's where we're at. That's Student of the Lion for you. Is there any more information on Student of the Lion? You already said they're, they're from. They're from Nashville, yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to say, before we get any further, they are either my favorite or my second favorite band, band to see live ever. We don't need to talk about what the first is. They're probably my second favorite band I've ever seen live, and I am going to continue going to their shows so long as they are fun. And they are the most fun shows. They are incredible. Absolutely they get very, very personal with the crowd, right? Yes. So I've heard. Judah has a habit of just jumping into the pit or climbing up balconies or getting on top of the bar. Basically, they're raising the insurance costs of whatever venue they're at yeah. because they're doing stupid <laughs> stuff for entertainment. So <clears throat> that's, that's where we're at. They are incredible, though. So... Um, Talking about, I'm since we're switching it up here a little bit. I'm talking about their live shows. Um, and again, they're playing in DC when this August. Yeah. And Wait, they're doing. Is it? Hold I on, it's like check. October. Is it's it October? Like, I am so confused. Pittsburgh, Columbus, September twelfth. September twelfth. Okay. Right. In yeah, the Washington DC. Yeah, September twelfth. Okay. Wonderful. And they're doing. Um, they're calling it a worldwide tour. Is it a wor- this definitely is a worldwide tour. Yeah. Yeah, they're doing UK, they're doing Canada, they're doing... And they're also playing some arenas this year. Are they really? Where? They're playing a bunch of arenas. They're playing Portsmouth Pavilion, I see that. Amphitheater, 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 amphitheater. Lollapalooza. Ben Secor's Wellness Arena. Hmm. Oh, they're playing the House of Blues, interesting. There's a... The Fillmore. There's 15 different House of Blueses. Yeah, okay. there are 15 different House of Blueses. Okay, never mind. All right, so they're going to be around uh, this fall uh, and later this summer. So go check them out. Go check out their tour dates. Maybe they're coming to your area because I'm seeing them in a lot of different states right now. Um, and as Tyler has previously mentioned, they're very, very fun to see live. So would recommend 10 out of 10 Um and this is their third full-length album, I believe. First one was Kids These Days. Yeah. Second one was Take It... Full Cop and Roll. Yeah, Full Cop and Roll. And they released a deluxe version of that as well, which is almost a separate release in and of itself because it has so many of other songs. Pretty much any song that they played live it was, was a, that. It was a complete revamping of Full Cop and Roll because Full Cop and Roll was a train wreck of an album. And Full Cop and Roll Deluxe was basically a complete revamping of Full Cop and Roll, almost to the point where it was an album release in and of itself, adding songs like, what, Going to Mars, and they revamped... Conversations, back. Yeah, conversations suit, and jacket, suit and Jacket. All the good songs on the album. Yeah, Stockholm, all that shit. Yeah. Take yeah. It All Back 2.0, the one that played on the radio. Yeah. So, and I mean, it's not technically a, a separate studio release, but... Um, that brings us to this and it's kind of been, it's kind of been quite the journey since, uh, since kids these days, kids these days was definitely a bluegrass folk album. 
Um, folk hop and roll, uh, as the name suggests, is a m- mixture of folk, hip hop, and rock. There's that. Um, and that brings us to Pep Talks. Pep Talks is influenced by a lot more uh, than its predecessor. Whether that is a good thing or a bad thing, I guess, is up to interpretation. Uh, But as Tyler said, there are elements of electronica on here. A lot of them. There's some elements of um, pop punk on here as well. Um, And the bluegrass stuff comes up and the folk uh, comes up as well here on this album every once in a while, which I was happy to see. I will get into my opinions on that in the next couple sections, but... um, I mean, there isn't a, there isn't a single song that doesn't have a banjo and a mandolin. Yeah, they all do. Yeah, Mostly so they all they all are <clears throat> bluegrass in one way or the other. Yeah. Not bluegrass, but no, aspects. Uh, yeah, it, it has the subtle hints. Yeah, something like that. So, are we ready to get in the next section? We good? Uh, we good? Yeah. All right. Sick. So, as we, by the way, if uh, we kind of realize listening back to the recording that me and William sound like exactly the same person. So, if there is any confusion regarding that, Ian is the one sitting on the right and William is the one sitting on the left. Got it? Good. Okay. Um, well, they can't see you. Yeah, I know. That's the point. That's the you point. know? That's the joke. Oh. Well, you did a good job <laughs> telling jokes. Because Tyler um, didn't understand his homeschool mind could not comprehend. Okay. Uh, so as we have stated before, this album is an hour long and it's 17 tracks long. Um, I must say that listening to the singles off of this album beforehand, the singles being Pep Talk, Quarter Life Crisis, Why Did You Run, and Pictures, and Over My Head, 7,000 times, they released six singles in the lead up to this album. Yeah, Yeah, Pictures was a single. Um, six singles in the lead up to this album. Um... And I have to say, the only one that really impressed me was Pictures. Agreed. Featuring yeah. I was Casey Musgraves. pretty scared for what this <clears throat> album was going to be, because it just sounded like a continuation of Full Cop and Roll. I don't which think to it me was like depressing. It, it I think sounds it's, nothing like Full Cop and Roll, in I, my opinion. I think it sounds more like they're trying to sound like Imagine Dragons if they tried to go bluegrass. I thought that's exactly what Full Cop and Roll was. No, <laughs> What? It's exactly what it was. It sounded like they were just trying to put. Maybe I need to go back and listen to that. Want to full cop and roll? I never really listened to the original, honestly. It's don't just don't. <laughs> it has all the same songs except more. But that being said, there are some good things about this album. Um, do you guys want to talk about that first? I mean, I have I have some overall stuff that I want to say about it. I mean, it's all you, bro. I'm starting. Well, no pressure there. Um, so pep talk okay. is the introduction. <laughs> so to, guys, is the introduction to the album. It's an instrumental track which has some vocals just going. Uh, it sounds like it's way more high pitched and slightly uh, squeaky. It's, it sounds like it should have been on the Greatest Showman soundtrack with yeah, banjos. It does. <laughs> with Perfect. Banjos. Yeah, like. It's a bluegrass version of the greatest sermon. It kind of gets you hyped, and it uh, trails flawlessly into the song, which is "Quarter Life Crisis." Uh, "Quarter Life Crisis." I don't think it's a bad track. I think it's a probably. I would think I I believe it's a 
it's as good of an intro track to a Judah and the Lion album as you're going to get from them. At, at this least, point. At this point, yeah. I think that's Jacket, Suit Jacket was great. But that wasn't the intro song. No, what, that, what was the original intro song? I don't know. Something atrocious. Let me, <laughs> let me just look this up real quick. Let's just say that Kicking Kickin the Leaves was a fantastic was uh, opener no. to kids these days. I mean, that was a... No, that's not it. That is not it. I don't think we have the original. Hold on. Graffiti Dreams. Was it really? Eey. That's rough. Eey. So I don't think Graffiti Dreams is a horrible song, but it's not no, good. No, but that's not an intro. So since when they started, you know, back in the 2011, what year did Kids These Days come out? Like 2013? 12? 12? Okay. Um, it's just, it's been a big jump. And I think that they're, I think that... That the reason that that reflects so much in their music, the jump at least, is that they write so many of these songs to be played live, not to be listened to in the context of an album. So yeah, they kinda... they describe that explicitly when they were advertising their tour that and and the album that these songs are not. What did they say? They said these songs. songs these are songs meant to be were experienced live. these songs were written to be experienced live. That was so, part of the rollout of this album. Right. Yeah, I, I got a lot of that. And the tour. That was a big selling point of the tour as it well. Is. Still yeah. going on. Yeah. So they also did some funky advertising. They sent free CDs to multiple people that I know. Including my girlfriend. And my brother. My, yeah. My, wow. my girlfriend received the free CD. Which means that at some point they had purchased something from the Judah and the Lion website that they were in the store. My shirt. Yeah. There you yeah, go. My girlfriend brought me a shirt. And oh Ian, my God. Carter huh? bought me something and then sent it back. So. <laughs> well there's that and got a free cd out of it so uh-huh. way to profit hell yeah um, um uh, i kind of just want to talk about pictures oh, okay do you want to okay well what do you want to talk about next as you can tell we're very very organized over here at Sound well, you're just skipping around is that the first song you liked was number five okay then you can just sit down for 40 seconds yeah okay, just guy. like chill bro i'm Sitting William, did you have anything to say about the first two? <coughs> um, Stop coughing. I'm excuse gonna... me, my I have a big frog in my. Okay, for some reason there's a there's a song missing from the album on. Not? Yeah, well, on my phone, it's missing three or two, one of them. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we were on. We were on um, quarter life crisis, so I was very apprehensive with preparing for this podcast. I listened to the album about three and a half times in the past day or so. Basically none before that. Oh, yeah. great. So everything's... Yeah, there's that. Um, Listening multiple times to the album, it did positively impact my opinions. And for Quarter Life Crisis, it does... Well, I'm not gonna get negative, but it's 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 catchy and it's an enjoyable song for me at least, and it's got some nice, you know, instrumentals and stuff like that. But it's it was enjoyable. I listened to it. We're again. gonna rip on it in the next section, though. So. Personally, number three, I really actually enjoy. Why did you run? I might have to kill you. <laughs> I might honestly. I I might honestly I, have to murder you. I. It's yeah. a radio song. It's catchy i don't think that the instrumental is bad i'm it's, going to shove your goddamn mic down Ian, goddamn language uh, language gosh darn mic down your 
I don't think that the instrumental is bad. It's completely predictable the entire time. The lyrics are predictable the entire time. I'm not saying it's not. I'm not saying it sounds bad. It doesn't. There are, I would say, at least two or three songs on this album that sound atrocious. And I'm, I'm dead This serious. song doesn't sound This song bad. does not sound bad. It's yeah, predictable. It's... it's a radio song. It was a single. Like, I know what it is. But again, it's fine. It's it doesn't sound catchy. bad. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. Okay. I'm not critically acclaiming this song. I'm just saying it's fine. It mm. sounds good. It's fine. Just enjoyable. Um, <clears throat> moving down to pictures. No, I'm okay. moving down yeah. to I'm okay. Hold on. I had taken notes on this. Um, I actually love there. There's a switch in this, in the album where it, it kind of switches from, um, the pace it was going at and it switches to almost like a rap section yeah which we don't need to talk about but i actually (laughs) love i really appreciate the drum pattern in it i thought that the drums were awesome and they go into a section where i forget what it's called but where you're you use your drumstick on the side of the drum to give that that what's it called it's a rim shot rim shot okay so you do you that combined with the snare and the bass i think it's like it, it i mean it just sounds um really solid um that's all i had positive to say with that song but like the bridge into the i guess is it it's a long bridge or is it another verse i can't remember i don't know what you I, would I, even I, call yeah, it i don't even know what the hell the the end language whatever i don't know what the heck to <laughs> i don't gonna be i bad. don't even know what you call that but whatever that section was i'm fine with it the lyrics and the vocal delivery are a different story mm. um vocal yeah we can get into pictures yeah Pictures, um, this was the most like Jude and the Lion, like previous Jude and the Lion, this album comes to. Back to their roots. Yes. This is absolutely going back to their bluegrass roots. The chorus on this song is so gorgeous. It's just instrumental and it's the, it's the, uh, the vo- I hate that I'm taking our pictures off the wall and then the mandolins yeah, come in and all the, oh, it's soaring and it's wavy yeah. and it washes yeah. over you. It's just a nice wave of sound. It's beautiful. And I thought that Casey Musgraves, despite not being particularly a fan of much of her music, I didn't think she did a bad job as a feature on this. I think she was the perfect feature for the song, honestly. I feel like <clears throat> the song was written with her in mind. I feel like the the chemistry on this song actually it, it actually comes off decent, yeah. decent. Like, uh, I mean, is there one more feature on this album? Uh, yeah, John Bellion. Yeah, the other feature on this album. We'll get we're not going to talk we'll about that. that yeah, yet. we're we're gonna ignore that for a second. Um, the reason you may be asking why is John Bellion featured on a Juno and a Lion album? Those are completely separate worlds. They were on a Twenty One Pilots tour together, both opening, Openers, yeah, in the same shows. So yeah, they there's that. That's homies. how they know each other. Yeah, they became homies. Um, but if you take away anything from this podcast, I would say go listen to Pictures. Yes, because Pictures is a very good song, and I actually it's also really very like bluegrassy. It. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, William. I would agree. With basically everything that you just said. Shut the fuck up. Ian. Shut the heck up. Shut the Ian. heck up, Ian. Ian. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever you are. Whichever one. Uh, what do we want to talk about next? Um, I'll pull this up. We're just going to be. I can appreciate the themes on Queen songs slash human. Oh, I actually thought that was one of the, again, sort of getting back to their roots with the bluegrass instrumentation. Yeah. 
Um, it's a very sad song. Yeah, I very would say. Sad. Um, but it's it has again, a lot of pretty. It has a lot of themes of like divorce, um, alcohol, alcohol abuse. And um, we're gonna, we're gonna, I'm going to get to that. And in a second. I guess the entire. What would you say the premise of the song is? The premise of the song, it's yeah. reminiscing, reminiscing on yeah, a time thinking when, of the good times. That's yeah, what I wrote, but I didn't want. I didn't want to say that. So I, I mean, it's kind it. of the gist. Yeah, it's a pretty catchy song. I I enjoyed it as well. Um, and this song definitely has some inspiration drawn from Coldplay. Mm-hmm. I 100 percent saw that. Yeah, agreed. Hmm. Especially in the second half of the song. Like, yeah, but we'll, I want to get to that. What kind of Coldplay? Really? Coldplay? You didn't yeah. like the second? I thought the second half of the song was at least kind of pretty. I don't like a carbon copy ripoff of a band I like. Yeah, that's true. With with mandolin. At least there's <clears> mandolin <throat> in it, so it's not carbon copy. Because it was so freaking close to it. I know, Coldplay. I know. Go ahead. Um, I feel like I'm leading this. 7,000 times? 7,000. Yeah, we'll go there. Okay. 7,000 times. Se- or 7,000. 7, 7 multiple. 7,000,000x. S- what? Are we skipping Queen songs? We already did Queen songs. We did? Do you want to do? Do you want to talk about Queen songs? We already... The boat... The ship has sailed, but you can hop they, on the ship. You can swim over the ship if you want. I have not been paying attention, apparently. That's interesting. Okay, okay just go ahead. No, 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 no. Talk about Queen songs. We, <laughs> we brought you on to talk about your opinion. Talk about my opinion? Yeah, go ahead. My opinion. Ian's opinion. Okay. Um... <clears throat> Did we seriously talk about it? William! Yeah. Yeah. Just talk about it! Okay, I'm sorry. Um, I really... I think it was... Um, at least, you know, Queen songs slash human... Queen songs was fairly pretty as far as... You know, I, just, I really like the lyrical content. Yeah, it's it's really cute. And then you get into human and... Or, is, is that it? Human? Yeah. Yeah, Second it half. was definitely... It was kind of like pep talks, except, you know... Not really, but as far as the basis of mostly focused on instrumentals, the vocals are were kind of just in the background. Mostly background, and I don't, I don't know what the vocals were, but I'm guessing they didn't really have much. To it do wasn't with holding much weight in the song. It was more of a, but, an instrumental passage. Yeah, I, I did enjoy the instrumental on Human as well as Queen songs. Okay, moving I, on. I just wanted to hop back to Over My Head real quick, which is track number six. It was the single. I can tell Ian hates it. Um, I just want to say that this is a song hundred per- after seeing them live as many times as I have. Hundred percent a song that smack. was meant to be played live. It's and gonna it's gonna live. be so fun. But if you're looking at this critically... In the context of an album. And, well, it's not even that. Like, I think it's fine in the context of an album. Mm. It's there. I think it has its place. But, like, if you're looking at this, it's just like... Like, if you you took the formula for this genre of song, whatever you would put this in. I just feel like this song is is predictable, as was some of the other singles on this. Mm -hmm. But... I, I mean, again, it doesn't sound bad. It's going to be so fun to wail my voice to live mm-hmm. and jump on top of other people with yeah. slingshot Ian onto the stage. <laughs> it's going to be a good time. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Fine with it. Okay. Um, Moving on to... I'm going to go to 7,000 times. I didn't yeah. really talk about that yeah. because William got sorry, jacked up in the track alive. listing. Get knocked um, down over 7,000 the message on this song, I think, is great. I mean, it just is. He's talking about getting 
literally getting knocked down, not literally, but metaphorically getting knocked down over 7,000 times and doesn't matter what's going on. You get back up. So, I mean, there's fine with that. This is, this, this is their, this is them dabbling their toes into, uh, some electronic music, which there have been other electronic things going on previously. Why did you run? Another, another track listing and don't mess with my mama, but we just skipped right over those. Yeah, so we yeah. skipped right over them. Actually, we'll find one thing out ab- why in about six minutes. One thing <laughs> about that, I can appreciate the very unique, um, instrumental, if you could call it that, the electronics in, um, the chorus. I can oh, appreciate yeah. how, <laughs> yeah, I can appreciate how unique it is. And that's all I have to say. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. All right. So, um, I think, I think 7,000 times is not by any means a bad song. It kind of follows the formula as the other ones. Mm-hmm. My, like, it doesn't have lyrics oh for me. Up, oh, found it. Um, it's just like, like looking at the lyrics, half of the lyrics are, oh my, this is real life. And look at us, get it up, up, up. So this is a radio song. It just It's meant is. to be sung. This like, is meant, meant for six-year-olds to be able to memorize after hearing in one listen and repeat and jump around to listening to their Amazon Alexa. Uh-huh. This is average. Uh-huh. It's not bad. It's not good. It's just there. I don't think it does. I don't personally think that song, for the most part, deserves to be in my dislike section. So I'm putting it there. I'm trying to remain somewhat neutral on things i don't have too much yeah. of an opinion on instead yeah. of destroying them in the what we didn't like section so i'm just sense. i'm putting i'm stamping that one with a neutral stamp okay okay george washington's face neutral <laughs> <laughs> um it's like half a dollar. can we talk to, talk about goofballers really quick because i appreciated the verses and yeah i appreciate i yeah, love the bridge talk, right i loved the bridge and i like um Jeez. I really liked the the bridge and the verse, and I also liked the, um, I like the themes on this song. I must say that uh, looking at a lot of the uh, names to the songs on this album, I was really really worried. Me too. Uh, Don't mess with my mama. Seven thousand times, except it's not times; it's x seven thousand, yeah. like multiplied. All right, parentheses. Frick it. I mean, come on. <laughs> Goofballers, with spelled a with a Z. Joy, Joy boy. boy, all caps. Passion, fashion. fashion. Sports, spelled with a Z. And then yeah, one there's, seven there's for cause for concern and... here. Yeah, there was. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> cause for... No rhyme or reason to any of these track listings. And it's all just so... At least the, four, the, the first the branding six look is smart. Yeah, the first six look all right. Yeah. Um... The, the I I would say that the branding of this album doesn't go over well, but um, I I feel like I, Goofballers again sort of goes back to their roots a little bit, and I love the the you should put your ego down and loosen up. It's really really fun loving, and it's actually infectious. Like one of the first times that anything has been infectious to me. I don't really like the chorus and some of the transitory things in the song, but. I think that's mildly forgivable because I just I, it, a lot of it is actually catchy and there's some decent instrumentation going would, on in the I song as well. That. Yeah. Um, moving on from there, I know you want to talk about Joy Boy Tyler. So, Joy Boy, Boy? Joy Boy Smacks. I don't have any problems with this song. 
no complaints. It is a flawless song. It is perfect and gorgeous.、Mm-hmm. It has a loud, boominous bass,、mm-hmm. which rattles your cage and rem- reminds you of the quantity of organs inside of your body because <laughs> you can feel all of them vibrating, vibrating, <laughs> vibrating, and swaying to the beat. Uh huh. That is my description of how Joy Boy is. Okay. This song is going to be heard when played live. This song is going to be heard throughout the entire world state. <laughs> It is going to be freaking loud, and I'm kind of really excited about that. So, despite what might actually be wrong with this song, I'm blind and I don't hear it because all I can think is how many times I'm going to jump off of something listening to it. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 very. Energetic for sure. Yeah, especially. I'm assuming that you listen to this like in your car with yeah the, with it booming.、Oh. I kind of listened to this whole album through earbuds, so I, guess, I think that、depressing. probably took away from the experience. You listen, Just a you listen, bit. you listen to this album through the finest speakers, William. Okay, you've、yes. heard all of the sounds. Yes, you're qualified to give an opinion. Absolutely, yes. You have a degree. <laughs> <laughs> I have sound <laughs> auditing. Sound auditing. Yes, that's what we are. Of the podcast, we are do you want to talk、auditors. about dance with you, William? I mean, yeah, I,、um, I, I'm very non-descriptive as far as you know these two go. I just, <laughs> I just like talking. Yeah, I just like yeah. I, I, <laughs> I, I enjoyed this album. Or, yeah, you enjoyed the album. I、right? enjoyed. No, wait a minute. <laughs> just take about six steps back. I enjoyed the song. And that's you know I'm not gonna go much farther because I'm already very embarrassed right now.、Being、Moving all, on. All right, freak it. That's no, the one you're talking about. Dance with you. Oh 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 oh. Yeah, I didn't have a problem with dance with you. I didn't really have problems. I like some of the I like some of the ideas. I like the. I don't actually know like which somebody... instrument they were using. I, it's got to be a synth. That was I mean, a keyboard. I I I think execution could use some work, but I guess we'll get into that.、Uh, family best is yet to come. I think is the last one that I'm going to talk about. Is、uh, it? And it's not.、Uh... It is not going to be because of the instrumentation. Because I thought the tune of this song was not that great. It wasn't that memorable. It sort of tied everything together well, though. Yeah.、Um, it starts off with a phone call from his mother, and this is where I'm going to talk about topically what I liked about this album.、Um, it starts off with a phone call from his mother, and she's sort of apologizing for everything that she's done, and she's、um, saying that she's very, very grateful that he, Judah Acres, the lead singer, is her son. Um, and I feel like that's what a lot of the themes come down to on this album is familial problems、um, on songs like pictures where they're taking the pictures off the wall because they're moving away and quarter life crisis where they're having a quarter life crisis and then I'm okay which is talking about not being okay Queen songs which is talking about them actually being a family and listening to Queen songs in the back seat and Dairy Queen and shit like that I guess、um, stuff like that、uh, stuff like that and. Family best is yet to come is kind of tying it all in, where he's talking about his mother and the f- problems that he's had in his past with his family,、um, and it's actually kind of a touching moment、uh, to realize that all of this has sort of been leading up to that.、Um, so topically, I actually thought after a couple of listens to this album that some of the topics and the things talked about. 
really actually were very personal and really hit home. And I thought they did an all right job of conveying it. Um, but that's just about all from me. So if you have anything else to uh, talk about. You said about, that pretty well. Okay. You summed it up pretty good. Yeah. Okay. I would agree. I think that the second half of the song... Never mind. We'll talk about it next. Okay. <laughs> I think we're ready to move on to the next I one. I think yes, we are. Yeah. I would agree. Yeah. I think we've beaten this horse enough times. Yeah. I know we we actually we actually extensively went into the last section, but um, so after all of the semi good things that we've said about this album, I know we've been kind of vague because there are problems with this album, and I mean severe ones. Uh, a lot of the influences clash severely mm. on this album to the point where it pisses me off. Moving um, on, yeah. Uh, I'm just going to talk about why did you run because this is the culmination of bad influences. Mm. This sounds like a Chainsmokers song and not in a good way. I mean, I'm not going to disagree you, with you. You say Chainsmokers and then you say not in a good way. Not in a good way is implied. You do not <laughs> need to say that. <laughs> it sounds like the Chainsmokers. Need I say more? No, um, you do not. L- literally, it's the three chords. Sounds like a Chainsmokers song. Reads like a Chainsmokers song. It's got a boring, ver- boring verse that leads into an explosive chorus, like every Chainsmokers song does. It's got Chainsmokers esque instrumentation and the synths. Even the sound and the wavelength of the synths sound like they're ripped straight out of a Chainsmokers song. Why? It's, Judah it's, and the Lion, you are better than this. Yeah. Like, seriously. I feel like this whole album 
You have built um, your fan base off of your bluegrass music yeah, and all of the cute vibes that you give entire, off. This mo- is like mostly it. All the um, themes deviated heavily away from bluegrass yeah. and folk. And, and not everything, everything they were so good at, they just kind of threw in the trash can. Yeah, butchered and like, it completely. Yeah, it's it's bad. Except on songs like Pictures and Queen Songs, which I did actually legitimately enjoy yes. to an extent. Yes. Um, and I mean, the bluegrass instrumentation shows up here all across the album, basically on every song, like Tyler mentioned before, I think. Um, yeah. Does that make the song better? No, it just makes it clash more. Like, um, I feel like if this was any album written by a piece of white trash, it would be decent. You know? Like, what? at least as far as the standard of that white trash person goes. Yes. Mainstream. Predictable. Poppy. Want to be on the radio screaming heavily. You know? It, it would be fine for that person. But this is Judah and the Lion. We know they're better than this. It's we know they're better than this. It's kind of disappointing. F- flipping disappointing, you know. Yeah. Um, and let's talk about Quarter Life Crisis over my head in 7,000 times real quick because they're all the same goddamn song. Gosh darn song. It's the same. The chord progression is basically the same. The, the instrumentation reads the same way. Back when I listened to this album the first time, I heard 7,000 or 7000X. For the first time, and I literally thought I was I was like, wait a minute, that I my phone glitched. I went back to Quarter Life Crisis. I thought it was the same gosh darn thing. It it, it sounds no different. It it was like that for me at first, but then yes, it wasn't. You, you like do when, hear the deviation when each of when each of the uh, singles came out. I listened to it. And I was like, okay, this is just like the last one. Okay, this is. But then by the time I got to 7,000 times, I was like, all right, these are a little different. And then just after listening to the album as a whole, all the way through, not cherry picking, they're different. But you can hear it. It's there's, there. There's, they're similar. They're, you, I feel I feel like the songs all sound the same because they're with the exact same intention, not with the same sound. They're similar, they're similar in sound. I think that all of the songs are meant to be written on the radio, so they have somewhat of the same format. They have, somewhat, they have somewhat of the same content. Same I don't key, think I that they sound inherently the same. I don't. Well, I do. Okay. I don't. I don't think. I don't think they do. And I must say that even like "Don't Mess with My Mama" and "Joy Boy" have the same exact structuring. I did not notice that actually. Although I I don't. It know. does. Yeah. It has the right. same exact structuring. You're right. And they're pretty close. On the, okay. Yeah. Moving on. Where are we next? There are a lot of repeated ideas, and not in the best way. I'm okay. The rap section on this song is so laughable. I I started to hint at that. Yeah, I kind of laughed my eyes out. Like I I didn't laugh. My eyes were crying. (laughs) I feel like he looks for any excuse to rap over something. And most of like, and then at the end, he finishes it out. He's going, "I'm not okay. I'm not okay." And then he yells it, and it's like. That's not what you do. It was. It, it was. was un- yeah. He, there's a it lot shouldn't of have been done in the first un- place. unnecessary screaming going on in this album. I wish that the section from uh, the bridge in uh, what's the song you like? This. I wish that the bridge and dance with you was put into that song instead of that rap. I feel like it would be so much better. Mm. Mm. The rap was just. So. Either way, also yeah, I think just... that the effects on the guitar are awful in that song. Which one? When uh, I'm okay, 
Yeah. yeah. I think that the, the guitar is almost obnoxious. Yeah. It's, it's, no, it is obnoxious. It's high. It's light sounding. There's no substance to it. There's absolutely no punch. No. It's just like... There. It's there. Screaming, whining. It's, yeah. it's not good. No, it's not. You talk about human. Me talk about mm-hmm. human? Human. Oh, what yeah, the... This was- yeah, it sounded like you just took off in a helicopter. <laughs> Look at that. I Bro, see that. Are, those are some weird fucking spikes. Frickin' spikes. Frickin' spikes. Yeah, Jim. Oh, frick yourself, you frickin' fricks. <laughs> How about you, dude? <laughs> talk, okay. about, talk about human. So, I so badly want to just take 30 seconds of this song and put it in so that you can hear it, but I won't because I don't want to get sued. But... <laughs> It is it's literally something you've heard from Coldplay multiple times. Not once, not twice. Probably three, between three most, and 50. Mostly, somewhere in the middle. Mostly, <laughs> a lot of times. Mostly, it reminded me of the Between Milo's Zilodo and Head Full of Dreams. Like, it would be on Milo's Zilodo, uh, yeah, Ghost Dreams, Stories, or, or Head, Head Full of Dreams. Of Dreams. Yeah. Um, or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's it. That's but just it has it has a mandolin probably, which probably takes the place stories. of Guy Berryman's guitar, and it's just this blatant ripoff. Yeah, it really yeah. is. And then piano comes in. Oh, where wow. have you heard that? And then a banjo is a substitute for another instrument. Oh, where did you hear that? And it's it's Coldplay predictable yeah. because I've heard it before. It's Coldplay, mm-hmm. and then it ends out, and they had the audacity to put a freaking delay pedal on it the signature of Coldplay and have it and ring out and you two are you joking yeah are that you, was are you joking <clears throat> why no why would you no, do no, that no, why, why no, would no. you do that no. okay moving on to don't mess with my mama now I, I know I know that I said in the last section that I appreciated this album for its uniqueness in the chorus the however album? song homeschooled shut up um the song "Don't Mess with My Mama," the chorus—it's got that really weird, like pitchy synth that doesn't fit in, and it—it's unique. But at the same time, it sucks, and it doesn't need to be there. It should be cut physically from the album with a pair of safety scissors. <laughs> it needs to go. Yeah. It's so bad. This entire song—it ruined the song I mean, even more than it was. The, this is one of the out or the songs that you would totally. Just take and delete from this album, and nothing would change. It is, n- it's so bad. It's just bad. The tune is horrible. The it, tune, like, it's not attractive. No, it's not. <laughs> I appreciate him standing up for his mother. Yeah, but I think his mother probably bad. stopped claiming him on her insurance after the song came out. <laughs> yeah, honestly, <laughs> that was the end. Yeah. That was it. He's on his own now. He's yeah. a grown. He's a grown ass man. <laughs> yeah. <You know? laughs> Our privileges are gone, young yeah. man. I'm not paying for your gas any money anymore, Judah. Uh, it was not okay. <sighs> All right, just wait it. for just wait for the deluxe version of this album to come oh, out. So oh we, yeah, so that now we have 25 songs <laughs> and we can listen to yeah. more. <laughs> Two okay, and what hours. if we had a plot twist and they did the exact same thing that they did with Full Cop and Roll, where they release just they have six. Hey, like Hammer enough songs, songs I can count on one hand that they release on a deluxe version and all the songs are absolutely just bangers, bangers. and they put that on and then the album just changes entirely and we have to re- redo this entire yeah we'd have to review. redo this we, we'd have to take down the podcast and just just uh, add retire. a section retire, updated <laughs> yeah <laughs> update bonus episode <laughs> bonus content 
Yeah, All right, that would frick be depressing. It. All right, frick it. Does do I need to say any more beyond the name? I don't. I don't remember the, the melody. You're gonna be alright. Right. Yeah. It, it's very predictable and poppy and not Judah Miller. Yeah. It. That was very mainstream as well. The whole. The whole song. As much as you you could enjoy this, it's just. It's so no, it's, it's a huge it's, basket of no. It's fine. It, it's it's blatantly somebody with with a non-developed um, beginner palette in the music taste might enjoy this. Might enjoy this. And I he think I'm actually contradicting go, myself go, in the hey, last section. You know what I like? I love me a big steaming bowl of Usher mm-hmm. and Kesha. Now I'll add this you know to what? my music taste. You know what, Tyler? <laughs> <laughs> and they will love this. <laughs> I, I'm going to talk about Joy, Joy Boy just a little bit. Go um, ahead. Hammer on it. I, no, I'm not going to hammer on it because I did like a lot of the ideas on this song. I just felt like they clashed a little bit. I felt like the tune on this song could use some more. album work. clashes. Yeah, I, no, I've said that before. Um, Joy Boy as an idea works well. As a song uh, fully fleshed out as they have it here on the album, it... It it, it, it also... It's also the... Um, you can kind of tell that it's not fully developed because it's only about two and a half minutes and as far as the rest of the songs go on this album they're usually three to four minutes i'm fairly certain some of them are also two and a half minutes as well i mean there's no nothing wrong with inherently wrong with i know i'm just saying that it's it stands out as far as passion it feels short passion passion fashion i'm i actually kind of want to (laughs) leave i'm gonna i'm gonna be fully honest the first time that i listened to this song i did not recognize john John bellion on it and the second time I was looking for it and I was like, oh, oh, there he is. Under under all these layers of BS, <laughs> found him. There he is. He's poking his little beard out. Yeah, he kind of, yeah. That, that's kind of the culmination his pointy, of the song. pointy earlobes. Yeah. Hello, sir. I mean, family best is yet to come. Tune is not impressive at all. Um, that's just as it is. Now, we yeah. have two very special songs oh, to close the album All right, here we go. Two very, 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 very special songs that actually don't, you know, as far as Ian was saying in the last section with like family having the album in a certain theme, these two songs need to be thrown in a river like Moses, except worse. (laughs) Chimney chuck it in the bin. (laughs) (laughs) Like wood chucks with the damn wood in that one guy coat commercial. (laughs) They just, it's so, they're just so bad. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Here we go. Sports, ladies and gentlemen. This sounds like Blink-182. Wait a second. What? Best is yet to come. Oh. Is inherently repetitive the entire time. It just keeps repeating. Well, best is yet to come the is just the, an alternate name for family. Is it's just an alternate name. It's no, not it's the same. the second half of that song. It's not the same thing as Queen songs. It's not, it's not a different song. It's just an alternate name. Quit. What? No, it's yes. No. Family Queen no. songs. Yes. No, it's just an add-on. It's like it's no, like the se- it's like a two-part song. Mm-hmm. Queen songs song. In, no, Queen songs in human. Queen songs in human. That song, it's like they're seven two and a half separate minutes ideas. Long. They're two completely separate ideas. Now, how long? Is family best is yet to come is three minutes long. Did they put a slash? What? Yeah, there. Oh, is so that makes it two songs. Would you look at that? <laughs> All right. Anyway, moving whatever. On. Fine. Then we'll moving, just say the moving, second half of Family slash Best is yet to come is repetitive, on, and it on. just keeps going Tyler. over and over and over and over. And I calm yourself. Okay, we're good. Sports. We get it. Ladies, sports. Okay, as William was saying, sports 
is it's Blink-182, except, like, if they were on even more of the drugs. And it was worse. And there was Filthy Frank doing the voicing and the lyrics. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, really sque- like the- squeaky and deep voice, except, like... It's totally out of control and garbage and the vocals on the song suck. Yeah. It was it was awful. And then the rest of the song it's it's Blink one eighty two as far as instrumental, which Blink is Blink one eighty two is already awful. It's awful. And then you go to the lyrics and then you go, Okay. I when did, die. when did they bring this in? Do you have the rope with the the C D? <laughs> do you give do you give us a bullet <laughs> and a Glock? With this gosh darn freaking song, you send you the single on vinyl, you, and you get... You order a CD, and a giant package comes of you different get ways to end it. Katana to commit seppuku with, because you're dishonoring your family by listening to this damn song. Yeah, do you supply it's the chair? Bad. Do you supply the chair and the rope with that? <laughs> do you do you give us a sapling with this? Hey, my house doesn't have a door. Can I get that with the shipping? Yeah, we'll send that right over. Uh, do you bring the strychnine poisoning with you? Okay, beating Dude, a dead for horse. For a song that's supposed Sign for for an album that's supposed to show as much hope as this does. It's so this makes me feel hopeless this is <laughs> this song is so crazy shows no, no future no yeah. decent future for dude in the did line. he sing on key at any no. point in the song no i don't no. i mean maybe maybe like, he was like really sick maybe and was like yeah this is a good it? idea yeah i can't i can't decide which is worse the blown out completely blown out like everything meshes together to the point where you can't hear it, especially on the chorus, uh, in terms of the instrumentation. I can't decide if that's worse or the singing on the first... Or Yeah, he he went back to puberty just to do this song. Or or the chorus on the song where he goes, My head is shaped like a basketball and I'm going for the rebound! Sports! Balls! Sports! Balls! <laughs> it's, it's, it's something else. <laughs> what the, f- what the heck? What the flip? What the frick? What the frick, guys? This is not, <laughs> Tyler's over here. He looks ready to die. I'm sweating. I'm sweating. There's no AC up in this room. I'm pissed. I'm sweating. <laughs> he, he Content. Is- <laughs> Content. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. I don't right. even want to talk about 17. Seven, 17 is not actually as bad as sports. It's not as bad, no. but it's so bad. That's it, not possible. It, sports? I would rather listen to Gangnam Style for 10 hours than listen to sports. <laughs> sports hits a new time. low. Sports, I mean, at least like, you can dance thought, to Gangnam Style. It's hilarious. I, it's I, was making, I was actually making a list of the songs that I really didn't like this year, and I put uh, the, the, the Chainsmokers ripoff on there, Why Did You Run, because I thought it was atrocious. And I heard this song, and I was like... This is a huh. this is huh. impressive. Huh. This is yeah. I mean, want, it, it, it why is. Why did you run? Went hey, hold this. <laughs> Sports, Sports was, was like, like hold, hold my, my beer. beer. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Well, so seventeen is the seventeenth track on the album. Yeah, and he's, I mean, th- these are ad- talking about adolescence. Both of these tracks are talking about loud. Sports is about how he got picked last in school and it made him feel in bad. Dodgeball. Yeah, and dodgeball. And then seventeen is about liking a girl when you're seventeen. That's it. Both of these songs sound like Blink One Eighty Two ripoffs. Why you would end them with these and not 
family best is yet to come. Oh my god. I have 17 no it's uh, coincidentally it is the 17th track. Ha! Huh, ha! Huh. Where have we seen that? that? Billie Eilish ago. album? Did you? Oh, okay. Never mind, Dan. It's fine. I um, forgive you. You forgive But them. it's just it's the one of the worst closers to an album they could have come up with. Mm. At was, least they didn't. At least the they didn't put they sports in the back. Freaking rearranged it and then dropped ten other songs on this album that yeah, would have been solid. They, yeah, just passion, fashion. Just I don't even know. Make if they made this song, if they made this album nine songs long, ten songs long, just pick the ones that were solid. Yeah, let's uh, let's just go through and see why what not. We, what should we What should we take out? Okay, we should first not off, make this list in the first place. No, Is there anything just, else you yeah, guys want to say? I mean, like, this album, and even the theme, the theme of this album, of the familial stuff, as much as I appreciate it, it is completely blocked by, by the amount of shit by the on amount this album. Of just and you cannot... My, the mountain of my disappointment uh, is taller than Everest at this point because I love Judah and the Lion. Don't get me wrong. I do love them. I think they've come across with some adorable songs, some really, really great tunes um, that I still go back to to this day. I think Take Take It All Back was still a great track. Um, it's just unfortunate the direction that this album took. Yes, very, very, very unfortunate. Ready to wrap it up? Yeah. Let's Here we go. That was a That was an experience. So, so in conclusion, to this wonderful, wonderful time that we've been having here. Um, Absolutely. Uh-huh. Uh, while this <clears throat> album did have good ideas on it for me, it was completely, completely blocked off by the, uh, the amount of unquality up. material. And it was very unfortunate. That's just my shitty opinion, so, or crappy opinion. Crap. So mm-hmm. go ahead, William. You talk about what, what was your overall... Overall consensus, I, I'm i sticking by the fact that there are a couple a couple songs on this album that are enjoyable and I think will be really fun live, but they're so just over, just buried by the fact that there's so many unnecessary songs and ideas and just pieces to this album that are so terrible and it, it's I just it's a disappointment I feel like they didn't learn from their mistakes in the last album and I feel like they capitalized that, on it's kind of like um, expanded on their worst ideas yeah, yeah it's kind of like Glory Sound Prep with John Bellion it's that's kinda, true he yeah. took yeah. took the bad aspects of the human condition and, and then it. expanded it into this monster yeah that had anuses human, for feet yeah and human condition had some horrible ideas too yeah yeah about that fashion couldn't, he couldn't have just I have nightmares about that. fashion yeah. I, and then they came back with 
passion fashion on this one. And you're like, wow. <laughs> Just made a connection. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, so okay. I think that the highs being one song that I think are, is really like a quality, quality song being pictures. Oh, my um, gosh. For that being the high and the low sports. being sports, sports, which is hilarious. It's that bad. It's. Seriously, listen to it, and you're going to understand you, what we're talking it, it about. We mentioned Chronic Filthy diabetes. Frank. It, we mentioned Filthy Frank, and Filthy Frank had... Filthy Frank deserves a Grammy compared to this song. <laughs> <laughs> no, Filthy Frank had a, uh, a song on his last album as Pink Guy called Blink, uh, High School Blink 193 or something. Yeah, High School Blink 183, and it was, it was a blatant ripoff of Blink 182, and it sounded... High School Sucks! It sounded better than this song. It, it was better. It was way better than Sports. Honestly, yeah. yeah. So, considering the range that we have and everything that falls in between, I think Lots that I think that this album is average to very bad. Eh, eh. Mm. So, mm. William, guest, what is your rating? You're gonna start me off. Oh God. Um, I can go first if you'd like. I no. Okay. I can, I can go third if that's cool. Okay, all, right? all right, nice. All right, all right. Uh. I'm going to start off with a strong 3.5 to 6. Ooh. That's low. Well, uh, yeah. Ian? Um, I'm not going to be as harsh, I don't think. I think... So your grade good... was lower than a 3.5 when you started and you brought it up to that? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. I, yeah, I they mean, put I was, sports on the album. How can you? How can you? Yeah, that's that does seem like a fundamental it. mistake. I don't know what happened. <laughs> that sounds like almost like morally wrong. You know what it probably was? What they needed to call that song seventeen, so they had to put one more song on the album, yeah. just so it would equal seventeen songs. Yeah, that's probably what it was. Honestly, we cracked the code. Mm-hmm. I know what happened. Honestly, if that actually is the case, I can honestly imagine that being the case. I'm, I'm actually going to change my rating disturbing. to a three point seven, <laughs> just so Tyler is more at ease. It's three point seven, okay. strong three point seven. Good. I was worried. <laughs> Ian, um, bring it home. While there are some good ideas on this album, completely outweighed by the bad, I think. Um, and but again, upon re-listening to this album like two more times, um, and the theme brought up my grade just a little bit. I'm going to give it like a four point three, four point. 4.3.4.4. That sounds about about right, yeah. You gave it a what? 4.3 to like a 4.4. And you're making fun of him? Why? Being the fan that I am, I'm going to give this a 6.8. Oh, Are you? You to need me, to leave. Is, to me, this is a Are you D. joking? To me, this is a... I'm thinking about this in 6. terms of... 6.8. No. Out of 10 or out of 100. This is, this is to me a D grade. This isn't a failing grade. It's not good enough to be C. It's below average. No. I'm, that's, that's my not thought how that process. Works. I'm giving it a D. Okay, that is well, how it the, works. The letter grade makes sense, okay? Because that's on a really low end of the spectrum. 6.8? No, it's not, a, it's not a 6.8 on the scale of 10. But... Oh, my God. No. It's a 68% out of 100%. That's how I'm thinking of it. Okay. Well, in that case... Which is a D. It's bad. But it has some. I'm thinking thing of it though as five on. is like the midpoint, right? Yeah, five is like neutral. That's what six I'm saying. Six point. Like that's six only a little. Above. That's only a little bit better than neutral. That's how I feel. That's a where little, I'm at. That's almost that's two seven. points better than neutral. 
Yeah, you not go quite. up to six point. No, that's We're rounding point. off. Okay, well, I'm not rounding anything. That's why I gave it a point eight. Oh my sir. God. Okay. Yeah. This is my stop. Will Ian two leave? This is my <laughs> podcast. All right. I mean, what else do we? That's my grade. I, f- yeah. I feel confident about that. I feel okay, good about that. If we're that. going by that, is my rating. I I'd probably jump up to about. No, you already gave your grade. You well, can't I mean, just change your. No, you can't well, change your opinion it, on a there's whim. There's two different perspectives here. Ian gives five, being the middle. Okay, five is an F. I don't understand it's his thought R, process, not... but in his head, it makes sense. So we just go with it. Okay, it, to I'm Ian, going it, off of to that. Ian, it's what it is. But if I was going to go by Tyler's logic, I would probably go to about a five point one. Still failing. All right, still failing. Up, but yeah, up. plug our Instagram. Okay, uh, follow us on Sound Audits Podcast. Uh, on Instagram, uh, or is it just sound audits? I can't remember at this point. Follow William Hoke. Follow it's yeah. It's William Hoke. If you spell no, yes. it out, it is I L L I A M H dot woke. Ha ha ha! So clever. So clever. I know. Thank you, William, for coming on and joining us for this podcast. This was a very joy- enjoyable experience. Very. Never coming back. Never coming back. <laughs> we fucking understand it. Excuse just, your language. I just I freaking hate hated, hated it. I I disown you as a brother. <clears throat> I understand. Um, lover. Lover. <laughs> um, go I, hate when, I hate when you mistake the two. I know. I, I do too. You know? How do you even Don't do you just hate it when you mistake your brother for your lover? Or your lover for your brother? Mother lover? Mother lover? Brother lover. Brother lover. Mother's Day. <laughs> go follow Judah and the Lion on Instagram and go listen to their older stuff, for Christ's sake. Please. Go listen to pictures too. Pictures are pretty good. That's the um, only takeaway. Um... <clears throat> <sighs> Just go listen to Kids These Days because Kids These Days was a pretty good album. It was, um, it was, it was an album, you know. Got anything else to say? I think it? I think you should listen to this album just because I'm a fan of. The it's music. an experience. If you and if you're looking for an experience, if you're in a car ride that is 46 hours long, you might <laughs> you might consider this. Are album. you driving to Russia? <laughs> Where are you going? <laughs> you're just doing a loop. Jeez. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> 46 hours. No stops. Holy. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you all for listening very much. Um, thank you guys for having me. This was fun. This was fun. No, not. It was horrible. Um, thank you guys for coming out and listening to this podcast. We will see you in the next episode, which will be coming out same time. Uh, same bat as channel. Usual, same bat channel. Uh, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard. Friday. Uh, Friday. And we will see you in the next episode. Uh, Have a great day. Bye. 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 Okay. Great. Wow. Bye. Mm.